What's up, y'all? You know what time it is. Welcome back to the All Artist Studio for another exciting episode for our All Artist series. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming a person that is multi-genre, talented, an artist, producer, and engineer based in Southwest Florida. The goal and mission of his brand and music is to impact, influence, and inspire others to pursue their passions unapologetically. Co-hosts and listeners around the globe, welcome Kev Speaks True. (laughs) I feel so special. (laughs) You are, brother. Welcome in. Welcome in. Just taking a moment to just ask how you feeling, how you doing. Um, yeah. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hectic kind of past 24 hours, but I'm grateful to be here. Grateful to to sit down with you guys and I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm standing up on this interview at my new standing desk. Thank you uh, to Amazon. <laughs> so, we, so we both got two new setups. We both got two okay. new setups. Jay's got a new setup, y'all. Listeners around the globe, he on the couch. We so. in different areas. Yeah. So... We're going to see how that goes, this interview. But, Kev, first starting off, uh, introducing you to new fans, to our listeners. Um, how did you decide, um, how do how would you describe your musical journey uh, to where it is right now? Oh, man, it's been, a, it's been interesting. I'll say, this, I'll say that, to say the least. Um, I always kind of grew up with music in the household to a certain extent. Uh, none of my parents are musicians, but... Um, growing up Hispanic, I spent a lot of time with music being everything that we do, whether it be when it came to cooking, cleaning, you know, family events. Um, so I grew up in New York kind of being exposed to that and also being very exposed to the arts. My mom, like, brought me to a lot of plays and, and ballets and stuff when I was young. So I just, from a very young age, really loved and appreciated media and art. Um, and that kind of influenced me to want to sing my, on my own. And then growing mm-hmm. up in the church, doing a little bit of singing in the choir, like most people do, you know, the church always finds yep. somewhere for you to go. Yep. So, uh, so I, I, I did a lot of singing in the church and a lot of plays in church. And it kind of just eventually over time, I realized like, okay, this is something I'm really passionate about. Um, but it wasn't until probably maybe you know, 17, 18 years old, I realized like, yeah, this is a career that I want to pursue. It took a long time to get to that point. So yeah, definitely That's... an interesting journey. <laughs> Yeah, especially to now. So uh, you talked about church. I mean, I think we all on this call and then like all of our guests that we have had have some type of roots to the church. And yeah. there's probably something bigger needs to be studied there. But who are you beyond music? Like what what is Kev Speaks Truth beyond music? I think that's something I'm actively trying to learn every day. Um, I think I'm at mm-hmm. a point in my life right now where I'm 26. I've been making music professionally um since i was like 18 19 years old but it's been such a big part of my life for so long that i'm just now kind of getting to a point it's like okay if that were to be removed what else would there be you know what i mean like mm-hmm. who are you and what are the things that you're also passionate about aside from this um so that's been something that i can say the last year or so has really been me kind of learning more about like um remembering how much i enjoy reading remembering how much i enjoy camping and and hiking you know what i mean um just getting back into things that like kind of make me feel like a kid again um i feel like during that time i just had so much fervor and excitement for life um Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like you have gratitude without even knowing that that's what it is uh and that's something that i'm really trying to work on more of now is just getting back into to finding who that is like finding 
that little kid in me again um, and kind of being re-inspired by him to do other things uh, other than just being a musician. Jasmine speaks to that always. So I'm always. I'm always doing things for the small version of me. Doing, got like, to. Got to. Got to. Got I have to, a niece. Man. I have a niece. She's five. I'm living through her. Um, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, They're really living like some of the best life ever right now. You like, know they, are. they are. The access they have, they the technology, are. these TV shows, bro. Like We didn't have it good like that when I was No. Here, we had like Blue's Clues, Dora, and that was about it. Diego, if you if you had it, yeah, exactly. Diego, maybe like, but now these kids, you know, they they're in a in good ways and bad ways. They just are Mm -hmm. blessed to have so much access, you know. So it's like they're living a whole different world, bro. Like I, yeah, I can't even imagine being five right now. Like, (laughs) 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 what? Really outside with it, you know what I'm saying? That's real. Okay. <laughs> Take but, me back. You know, but let's reel it back on in. Let me say <laughs> so as the founder, you're the founder of Speaker Truth Records. Um yeah. what inspired you to create a platform where you, you know, dedicate basically to uplifting the community and really supporting local artists and brands in the way that you do? Um, I'm gonna quote Viola Davis on that. I I it was kind of like you gotta see it to believe it. Um so for so long I wanted to do music and I wanted to do, I wanted to own a studio. I wanted to do these different things and I wanted to get involved, but it was like really hard, you know, coming, I grew up in Orlando where like, it's a very prevalent music scene, but because it's such a transient city, it's really hard to make long-term connections and be able to really build um, like something out of that, you know? And so it got to a point where I was like, all right, like I want to do this. I don't see it around me. So I need to be the one to do it first. Um, and so at the beginning of the pandemic, I got furloughed from my job in Orlando and I was like, all right, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start recording people. Like I've been recording myself for a little bit. I was like, I don't know everything, but it should be a kind of a good progression in the next step. Right. And basically from 2020 to 2023 was like me, not only I moved to Southwest Florida and then I started kind of meeting more people, bringing more artists in the studio. And it kind of became more clear, like what I really wanted out of it. And I was like, all right, I want this to be more than just studio. I want it to be an artist development agency. I want it to be a safe space. I want it to be somewhere where someone can walk in the room. They've never done this before and they can walk out of the room. Like, wow, I feel like I'm actually doing it now, you know? Um, and also just the, the wanting to be able to give yeah. kids specifically minorities, you know what I mean? Someone to look up to and to be inspired by. Like when I was in high school, no one told me this was a career. No one, no one showed me that it was an opportunity and therefore I didn't pursue it for college. I didn't really even know it was there. Um, so it's also kind of being able to be that, that person in the community and to younger kids to be like, Hey, like there's a career in this, you know, that isn't just being the Drakes or the whatever, or being a trap artist or doing whatever. It's like, you can make great music. You can be a producer, you can be an engineer, A&R, cover art designer. Like there's so many different things. So just showing them that, you know, it's really possible. Like I, I work for myself most days. I only work two days out of the week at a part-time job. And that's really just come from that dedication and that willingness to try. So it's a lot of me just wanting to be the thing that I didn't see when I was younger wow. for that younger generation. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, there's a, I'm assuming there's a lot of opportunity for that in South Florida. Like, is there a lot of a large pool for you to like pick from? And- Definitely. Like, you know, um, I live in, in Naples, which is on the Southwest side. So it's interesting because obviously everyone knows the Southeast. So you got Miami, you know what I mean? Like that's a right, huge right, musical right. hub. 
Um, but with Southwest Florida, it's interesting because it's such a diverse and eclectic group of people here. You have people from the north, from the west, from you know mm-hmm. other countries who come here because this is where some of the most beautiful beaches are. Um, so it attracts like a really interesting group of people. And and I can honestly say like, and, and anyone in Naples will tell you this. There is something in the water here because every artist you meet here is you're like, why are you here? Like, why are you not, you know, at in a New York or a Chicago or one of these bigger cities? And they all tell you the same thing. They're like, I just got I felt like I was called here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it has been like I've had the blessing of like, obviously, I, you know, I record myself. I also record uh, a few different artists. No Conflict Kev, Take Off Burford, Boy Paco and Daniel Ortiz. Um, and all of those kids I've met really just through doing shows, doing events here. They've come to my shows and approached me and be like, hey, I want to work with you um so it's really just like there's a lot here there's a lot of youth here uh that's budding and looking for like i said looking for people to look up to looking for things to do looking for things to be inspired by um Mm -hmm. and i saw that as like a vacuum you know what i mean i was like okay like this is somewhere where i can be something more than what i am right now in orlando because i felt like in orlando i was just one of many instead of being you know uh one to lead many you know so and i feel like here i get the opportunity a lot more to lead and kind of direct and and just kind of push these kids you know what i mean and be that be that that welcoming and about what age are parents. those that you work with so the youngest right now oh, okay. is just okay. turned i want to say 22 um and then the oldest one is 27 which is daniel okay and daniel's actually older than me by like a few months because i'll be 27 in october um but yeah so like kind of you know within within that you know zillennial yes, range yes, i guess you yes, could say yes, yes, yes. um new but, term uh, but by yeah the way. you know and, and then also like i've yeah definitely, <laughs> new term, definitely new term. um but definitely like you know like uh definitely that's probably the youngest person i've had the opportunity to work with yet um i have had the opportunity to do like other stuff with like the church like helping mm-hmm. with certain things but no one i haven't had the blessing yet to work with like a younger age group that is something that like i'm in the process of doing right now is trying to build out like a course um that i can be able to offer where i can kind of take kids on like hey this is how you make a beat this is how this happens and this is that and the third um and also trying to we're in the process of putting on our first uh like big event this this nice. august it's like a back to school event um and just that same idea of trying to like get closer and closer to the youth because I feel like that's where everything starts. Um, and being able to kind of show them at a young age, like, Hey, like, you know, you don't have to pursue the different things that maybe you see other people pursue, um, even in music, you know, like you don't have to rap about killing and drugs or whatever, um, to be successful. You can talk about positive things, talk about hanging out with your friends, talk about how much you love your mom. You know what I mean? Like it can just be a form of expression. So that's really what it's been about. They, like I, I'm a firm believer we are given this talent, you know, like by God, by by a higher power. So it's like, don't spoil it. You know what I mean? Like if you're given the opportunity to do it, think about there are people who wish they could sing that would pay a thousand millions of dollars to be able to write or, or rap or do whatever. And some of the things that we do just naturally, you know, mm-hmm. um, so it's like know that that was intentional. So like don't waste it on on something that like is so i think short term you know what i mean like yeah you might become rich mm-hmm. in the short term or whatever but like how are you feeding yourself and your in your community and your legacy long term by doing that you're not you know you're not how are you teaching kids longevity if you're telling them yeah go pop this go shoot this go do this with this person you know it's like i want to see my 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 community thrive you know i want to see 70 80 year old artists you know what i mean like in in hip-hop the same way we see it in in rock um so it's just you know wanting to change that um, and I wanted to talk to you about balance because um, I, I really like um, what you've talked about so far. But like, uh, obviously, like the creative aspects of your music, um, with the business side of uh, running a record label. 
Um, yeah. It's got to be really, really obviously a lot to, to handle. Like you talked yeah. about the people that you mentor, right? And also yeah. that are, you know, signed to you as well that you're working with, that you're also developing, that you're also producing for. So it's got to be like a lot to turn on and a lot to turn yeah. off, a lot to put on the <laughs> shelf. Uh, we also talk about the like the mental health aspect of like the independent artists as well. Like yeah. and like where you have to, you know, compartmentalize things and like also make executive decisions um, that may be, you know, uncomfortable yeah. or also like, you know, finding time where, you know, I'm, I'm taking off, you know, the artist suit and I'm taking off the, the executive suit and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm just being me right now. I'm yeah. just Kev. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you about that balance um, and see like, how are you navigating that, um, those challenges? Balance is something I like. I'm a Libra, so it's something that I, uh, I, it's like my best and worst enemy at the same time. Um, I'm constantly trying to figure out that balance. Um, I can honestly say that something that's helped me with that balance was getting married. Um, you know, when I when I met my now wife, um, I was 18 years old. I was like really passionate about this, and she was like the first person to really like tell me like, you know, okay, well if you're gonna do that, then like you know, you got to do it, you know? Um, and so she's always kind of been like my rock is like reminding me like, Hey, like as important as this is, you know, like you have a life to live outside of this, you know? Um, you don't want to be on your deathbed, you know, and you look at your, when you have that, like that highlight reel, you don't want 75% mm. of that to be you staring at a screen. You know what I mean? Like you want it to be those memories that you make with me, with our kids, with your, with your mom, your dad, you know, and she knows how much family is a, such a big part of who I am. Um, so she kind of helps me to have that balance. Like, I tell a lot of people that if I didn't have her, I really don't think I would be able to have that balance. I think I would be so much more willing to just like destroy my body, my mind and my soul pursuing this. Um, but she's really the one like, you know, just is my rock. <laughs> like she, she holds me down faith wise. She like prays with me. You know what I'm saying? Like she's mm -hmm. like the, her parents are Baptist pastors. So coming from a very, I'm from New York city. My mom is gay. Her parents mm -hmm. are Baptist pastors from Kentucky. You know what I mean? Like, complete mm -hmm. night and day difference um mm -hmm. but just the fact that she she shows me the love and the support that she does like it, it's really made it easier for me to be able to have those moments of okay let me put this down and be a person like i need to process what i'm feeling right now i need to process what i'm going through right now um because it's also like being an artist i'm on top of you know I'm supposed to be doing my own thing. You know what I mean? Like I have to make time to, to express myself through my art. Um, but a lot of times I get so caught up in, you know, I'm working mm -hmm. on this thing for this person. I got to go here for that. And I got to help this person with this. Um, and she sees that she sees when like, I'm not giving myself that time. So I would say like for balance, like it's her, like if I didn't, if I didn't have her, I really don't think I would, uh, I would care to have that balance. You know what I mean? She makes me want to have it. She makes me see the value in like, being a person and not just being a productive That's machine. Beautiful. <laughs> um, right. So I would say she's my, she's the, the cornerstone for sure. No doubt. Oh, <laughs> what's the cornerstone's name? If you don't mind. Kelsey Butler. Or oh, Kelsey Costner. Right. Kelsey, yeah, we've been oh. married. We've been married. We're about to be a year in November. So it's like, <laughs> still new. thank you. Yeah. 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 But we've been together like eight years. So it's like, Congrats. it's like I was already married to her, but now it's like for real. Oh. Um, so it's been good. It's been a so, good, it's been a good year is. so far. That's beautiful. That's awesome, man. Really, yeah. really beautiful answer. Yeah. So you mentioned that um, music and creation have allowed you to kind of find this new sense of identity and confidence. Um, mm -hmm. And um, this transformation really influenced your artistic expression and the connection that you have with music. Um, has it changed any? This definitely. Definitely. I feel like when I first started making music, mm. I didn't really know why <laughs> I was making it. 
I felt like I was just like wanting to do it because it was cool or because, you know, like, I mean, I grew up being a huge Lil Wayne and Drake fan. So it was like, I wanted to be Lil Wayne, like every other, you know, person um, in 2008. So, you know, I, I was just like, right. I want that life. I want that attention right. and, you know, whatever. Um, so when I first started making music, it was very much about that. Like all the stuff I rapped about, I was like, yeah, I got this, this, that, and third. And then my mom one day was like, you're 13. You don't got any hoes. You don't got any clothes. You don't got any cars. What are you rapping about? You know what I mean? Um, and wow. she go, what? To this day? To this day, bro. I even put it in a song. Got I even put to. it in a song. How like, I was tight. I walked, you know how like, you know how Kevin Hart has that one, that one scene in the comedy special where he's like, yeah. I'm running away. Like that, that was my energy, bro. I was like hurt you know but but in hindsight like i'm so glad she did because it, it really forced me to look at like the grand scheme like what is the intention what am i doing this for um so over the last few years it's become a lot more clear as far as like now when i'm making the music it's it's so very few that it's ever like oh i want to try to make this sound a certain way or i want to you know whatever it's really just like what am i feeling and who am i trying to resonate with um and i feel like that's been the biggest change just like knowing what that clear intention is I feel like intention is something that a lot of younger artists lack. Um, they just kind of think they want this, but they don't understand just the level of sacrifice and work it takes to get to where you want to go. And if your intention is just, oh, I want to make money, that's just not a strong enough intention. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's not a strong enough reason to do this. Like you won't, that that will fall, fail multiple times over. You know what I mean? It has to be like, the example I give people all the time is uh, kind of like in animes or in cartoons, you know, like that, that, that resolve that like one moment, like, Oh, my dad was murdered by whatever. Like you got to have that <laughs> thing, that real reason behind what you're doing. Um, because if not, you just, right. you're not going to be able to deal with the, the, all the obstacles, all the people telling you, yeah, bro, you can't do that shit. Like I couldn't do it. So you can't do it, you know? Um, so you got to have that intention. Yeah. I think that's really being a big part of it is just getting to a point now where it's like, it's to me, it's the clearest it's ever been. Like, what do I want out of this? And how can I get there? You know, and, and, and now I was just talking to my wife about this. Like now I'm starting to finally be able to see like a path, like, okay, if I continue doing this, I can see a clear path to these specific goals. You know what I mean? Um, so it's definitely been that just having a more clear, concise and like driven mind towards that intention has really been the biggest change. Somebody's been watching Naruto. I heard that. <laughs> Somebody's been watching. I love Naruto. Attack on Titan, bro. You yeah. know, like uh, Some, Seven Deadly Sins. Like, you know what I mean? That. Felt it's that. Just, it's the truth. <laughs> and they do have yeah. that storyline yeah. every time, and they get every, that every power anime. Up boost. You know, it's always that one. Like, I heard that. I heard that <laughs> flute. I heard that classic Naruto flute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like hmm. you own it. You own it. It's true, you know? Like I, that's just like <laughs> in the background the whole time. <laughs> that's what I heard. I was like I was like, okay, Hokage. Like, we, we've had a couple of we've had a couple of uh anime influenced um artists on as well. Dende. I don't know if you heard um out of Katie, Texas. Ooh, um, I love Texas. I got yeah, a mad love for Texas. Yeah, he um his name Dende actually comes from Dende from uh Dragon Ball. Um, oh wow, yeah. sick. Yeah, which is, <laughs> and we were like, why'd you pick because I was like, is it the Dragon Ball reference? He's like, actually it is. He's like, because remember they couldn't summon the Dragon Balls without they couldn't summon the dragon without Dende. And I was like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm the missing link. Basically. I was like I was like, I got you. I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, so 
Um, just <laughs> even thinking about <laughs> Hokage, um, you know, similar to Naruto, like Naruto had to, you know, uh, speak to the young ninjas, the young OGs, yep. um, as, as the big OG. And so now like you are kind of, you know, your own big OG as, you know, a person who runs a label, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You have artists that you, um, that you're influencing, you know what I'm saying? And, um, uh, you know, that you're, that you're helping produce music, um, what advice, you know, do you have for, you know, the artists that are looking for going that independent route that maybe want to start their own label, um, that, you know, have that type of passion, you know, based on your, um, own experience, you know, just giving words of wisdom and, um, and an encouragement and encouragement that you would share. Yeah. Um, because obviously this isn't obviously an easy path. Um, there is no right <laughs> or wrong answer, honestly, in the path that you go, yeah. but like, I know for you, um, your path is very personal to you. So I just wanted yeah. you to, you know, obviously share what you can and give it, give what advice that you can, you know, for like why you chose this path and why it's been fulfilling for you. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing I would say is like, you got to be willing to fail forward. Um, a lot of this is failing. A lot of this is, is, you know, making a song, putting it out, no response, you know, making a song, marketing it, no response, making a song. Hey, I got one person to like it. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of like being willing to fail. So you first and foremost, you got to understand that like, it's, it's going to be a lot of failing. It's going to, that's going to suck. Um, but if you can learn to love that part of it, then it makes it exciting because it's like, then every song can just be better than the last one. Um, and the other piece of advice I would give them is just, you know, figure out what your what's your why you mean like what is the reason behind why you're doing this if you got an intention for this whether it be because you know you you want to get your mama out the hood or you know you want to you want to be a voice for people who never had a voice before you want to whatever it is um figure that out before you start doing anything figure out why because that's going to inform who you're speaking to how you speak to them what you talk about um why you're not or why you are talking about certain things you know what i mean like knowing that why that intention i think is the most important thing um and also just have fun dude like have as much fun as you can while you can once you start taking it seriously i feel like that's when you lose the magic that's something that me and my friends talk a lot about when you start thinking about like oh is is this audience gonna like this or should we market this this way or like that's when it just gets like really lame <laughs> you know so just like stay stay having fun you know like have as much fun as possible um with that why you know what i mean like and and just you know embrace it and i think if you have that clear intention um you're having fun and you're willing to fail forward like you'll be successful in this industry regardless of what success looks like to you you know what i mean whether that's like i said i, I use the example of drake all the time because he's such a you know easy uh person to relate to in that way but like not everybody is him you know what i mean there are tons of artists that tour three months out the year at you know only in four or five states you know what i'm saying and they never work a real job you know and they work they, all they do is music and they take care of their family with that, you know, and then there's also people who are radio station hosts and or this or that. So it's just figure out your why um, and just, you know, be willing to fail forward and just have fun with it. And if those things happen, like you won't when you get to the I've been doing this for over 10 years now, I would say, like since I was 13. And there's never been a day where I'm like, uh, I don't really care to do this or I don't know why I'm doing or whatever. Like now whenever it's like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And what does that feel like, which happened? When did that switch happen for you? Um, I can probably say, I think it's just been a recent thing. I can really say like the last like five or six months, I feel like I've started to really finally like 
realize or like kind of take a step back and be like, wow, like I'm already here. Like I've already made it to a certain extent. Like 13 year old me, if I were to go back in right. time and tell him, yeah, bro, like this is what you do full time. These are the people you're working with. You just came from LA. You just, right. you're going here, you're doing this. He would be like, what the fuck? You would think I'm the coolest guy in the world, you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's been really a recent thing, just like having mm-hmm. this realization. And I think a big part of it too has been getting married because it kind of has forced me to like take stock of who I am and who I want to be as a husband, as a, as a father, as a family member, now a part of her family. Um, you know, and it's kind of forcing me to be like, wow, like, man, like you, you know, you've really come a long way, you know what I mean? And you should take, not take pride in it, but right. be grateful that you've been able to be brought as far as you have you know um and be excited for what's to come so it's really been that just the last few months of just me kind of slowly i think just taking time to finally reflect and then be like wow like what am i worried about you know like what am i tripping about um there's a big uh, one of my favorite quotes is from a big crit song uh where Mm. he has like the sample and it's like you know it's god given all you gotta do is show up you know and that's something i've really been learning is like i just gotta show up keep showing up keep putting in the work um, and That's he's gonna provide no Miles. You've been there listening. You, to- you knew the song. Perfect. That makes me happy. <laughs> um, Miles, man, it's God given. All I gotta do is show up. Exactly. So you know that's something that that I'm really tr- finally starting to understand mm-hmm. now. Your experience as mm-hmm. an artist now, you know. Um, and generally, we ask this question to every artist because. Yeah. Um, our goal is to be the ultimate destination for independent artists and then to provide tools and resources for those artists. So thinking about your ecosystem and outside of um, just your uh, close one degree of support, like what is it that um, is in your ecosystem that really has helped and contributed to your ascension or to your growth? Um, I would say a large part of it has been, as an artist, I would say a large part of it has been my willingness to put myself out there, um, especially with the internet. Um, you know, I I think I put this in a song I'm about to put out next month where it's like, the internet has brought me farther than my living room. And that's something that like I never thought was possible, you know? Um, so really like the people that I've met, I mean, I have friends in Dallas and California and Canada and, you know, foreign countries that I've met just because of doing this online, you know what I mean? Putting a video out there, being a part of a group chat or, you know, uh, uh, being involved with underrated artist season or, you know, whatever it is. It's like being able to to be a part of different, I think, I guess different platforms and just different spaces has really kind of helped me to grow as an artist in the sense of now I have more friends, now I know more people, I have more of that support and also kind of like to kind of teach me, you know what I mean? Because living in America, I feel like also we're very close-minded to certain things. So it's like getting the opportunity to work with different people from different states, different countries um, has kind of changed how I make my music and how I approach music, looking at it at a more global standpoint. Like, you know, uh, like right now with Afrobeats being like so big and, you know, we're seeing, you know, drill and all these other different things. Like, it's just so cool. So for me, I would say that growth has really come from just being willing to put myself out there on the internet, um, and, and putting myself in spaces and in places that I thought, you know, I don't know if I'll fit in here or I don't know if this will work, but, you know, I'm being called to do it. So let me see what happens, you know, and, and, and it's just kind of paid itself forward. But that's been a big part of it, just that willingness to put myself on the Internet um, and take a chance, you know, and take a chance on myself and, and trust that there's somebody out there who's going to relate to me or who's going to, you know, feel like they see a part of themselves in me. Um, and then that has ultimately been a big part of it too. Just that confirmation. Like when you get someone who's like, I felt this song or, or I agree with you or, you know what I mean? That, that like, okay, yeah, like this is, I'm on the right track, you know? 
Um, so I will say that's been a big part of it. Just that that online presence, being able to put myself out there more, as scary as that's been, yeah, um, has really kind of built me up even more in that way. Yeah, it's always so crazy to me when people be like, "Yeah, I actually listen to the podcast." I'm like, "Hold on, what?" No. <laughs> You're like, "What?" Whole time, that's, that's the goal, a- but you know. <laughs> But you're like, what? Like, like people will tell like, me about the weekly wrap-ups every week. And, and I'll go to an event. People are like, oh, I love your weekly wrap-ups. I'm like, you watch the weekly wrap-ups? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, again, like, I'm just doing it because, you know what I mean? Don't like, tell me you listen to the podcast. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me like, you ah. But that's really what it's like. Out. It's just sometimes, like, it's just strange. It's strange getting that kind of confirmation. Yeah. And, and But it's also a testament. You never know who's watching. Exactly. You never know who's who's, exactly. like, being inspired by you. So it's even more reason for you to do it. So, going into the instructions, we have selected um, famous R&B and rap artists, prepare and prepared a list of clues and descriptions for each artist. Your objective is to mm. guess the artist based on the clues provided by the host. You will have a set limit, a time limit, which is going to be two minutes, to guess as many artists as possible. If you're unsure about a particular artist, you do have a pass. You can ask the pass. Javon will keep score of the number of correct guesses made. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Jeez. This is intense. I feel like I'm on like how to be a millionaire. <laughs> that's that's the vision right. though. <laughs> that's, what I feel. I'm that's like, the vision. Two minutes on the clock. Hold on, let me wipe All my right. screen. Uh, I love how he's like, that's that's the vision. Right that's now. literally the vision. Game show. Ready? <laughs> Go. All right. This rapper and actor is known for his songs Empire State of Mind and 99 Problems. Oh, Jay Z. This R&B singer-songwriter has a unique falsetto voice and is famous for songs like Adorn and Sure Thing. Oh, Miguel. This rapper, also known as Slim Shady, is known for his hits Lose Yourself and Stan. Eminem. This famous, this female R&B artist nicknamed the Princess of R&B had hits like Age Ain't Nothing But a Number and One in a Million. Mm. Mm, I might have to... I might have to pass on that one. I'm, wow. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Pass. That's don't a pass. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> the ra- this rapper and actor starred in the film Boys in the Hood and is known for songs like It Was a Good Day and Check Yourself. Uh, Ice Cube. This artist is known as the queen of R&B and has hits like I Will Always Love You and I Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh, Whitney Houston. This R&B group consisting of three sisters is known for their harmonies and songs like Waterfalls and No Scrubs. TLC. This rapper rose to fame with his debut album, Doggy Style, and is known for hits like Gin and Juice and Drop It Like It's Hot. Snoop Dogg, we share a birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This R&B artist, known for his smooth vocals, has songs like Confessions and Burn. Usher Baby. Earth. This rapper was a prominent figure in East Coast hip-hop and had hits like Juicy and Hypnotize. Uh, Biggie. Their debut album, Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music, introduced us to this group with tracks like Elevator, Me and You, and Spotty Adi Dopalicious. Oh, Outcast, baby. That's uh, easy. <laughs> this artist achieved success as a solo artist with his album In My Mind and was featured on major hits like Blurred Lines with Robin Thicke. Uh, hmm, would that be Pharrell or Correct. would it be... Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Good job. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's 12. 
I feel pretty 11, good about 11. that. No, that's eleven. That's eleven. Oh yeah, eleven. Oh yeah, eleven. Man. Yeah. I'm. I'm. What was that one though? Aaliyah. <laughs> good surprised. job. Okay. Sick. <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, I was surprised. My mom would be I mean, but you almost got through the entire entire thing. Yeah, almost did. Yeah, yeah. That's good job. Good job. First game. Hard, hard launch. Went well. Hard launch. I like that game. That's fun. I like that. Thank you. We love that. Well, before we get out of here, we want the listeners around the globe to know how to tap in with you, what you got coming next, how they can, you know, support you and do all of that type of stuff. Yeah. So you can find me everywhere. Um, Kev Speaks Truth, all one word, all lowercase. Um, I am going to be putting out, I just put out a project called Songs for Cash this past month, which is like five kind of indie alternative, kind of good feel music, perfect for a drive or if you're hanging out with your family. Um, and then I actually have some more hip hop based stuff coming at the end of this month. Um, and yeah, just check me out, you know, show some love. I'm, I'm always here. If you, if you need anything, you need someone to talk to, you have a question, you want to send me a meme. I'm all for that. So appreciate y'all. We'll definitely <laughs> send you a meme then brother. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good laugh, man. Let me tell you. I love hop in the Discord, <laughs> oh yeah. And a discord. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hop in the discord. Yeah. Well, with that, y'all say bye. Bye, y'all. See y'all later. <laughs>